this second. Yeah. Hello again, everybody. It's uh, time for an another edition of Behind the Curtain. And with again joined by the distinguished prophet, Father Doherty. And my name is Father Tom Connery, a pastor at St. Teresa there in Bellevue and here at Queen of Peace, the beautiful metropolis of Ocala. Well, Father Doherty, we're still in the beginning of the new year. I think this will play January 7th. I think last time we discussed is saying goodbye to 2020, looking back on things perhaps that we grown, appreciated, grateful for. So now we approach 2021. You get any excitement as you approach a new year? Any uh, energy that kicks in or goals or? I take not. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. But I'm, nothing at all. But I'm, I'm very much uh, here today. Today, that's yes. it. You, uh, yes, the, the, the Our Father thing just says, uh, give us this day our daily bread. You know, I wake up some mornings and I feel so bad. And I uh -huh. say to myself, Lord, please, you've got to give me the grace I need to get through today. Today. That's the way I live my life. One day at a time, as they say. Yes, but so, Most of us, a lot of us, New Year, this new ambition, goals, you know, we're going to lose, most of us would say, lose weight or stop smoking or exercise more, whatever. But those things don't enter into your... Uh, no, and I, Style. Would, I huh? would discourage people from doing oh, it no. as well. Oh, I really no. would. You know, tell me, uh, please. You're, you're, you're going against the, the flow here. Well, you, I think your, your listeners know at this stage that I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic. and mm -hmm. uh, So the way we live our lives is, is uh, we never say things like, uh, I'll never drink again, or I'll never do drugs again, or smoke reefer, or do mushrooms. Uh, we, what we say is, uh, with your help, Lord, we won't use drugs today. Mm -hmm. And so I've been clean and sober now for 30 years. Well, living that way, living mm -hmm. that way, one day at a time. But if I were to say on the air right now right. to everybody, listen, I will never, ever, ever use again. That's a sure, that's a sure sign that I'm going to start using again. Okay. All right. So understanding that and can see the wisdom in that statement, I'm not so much saying that I'm never going to uh, do that again, but something like New Year's, you know, I, with God's grace, I hope, uh, well, even if let's say lose weight, you don't, uh, that would not figure in. Well, I think you should take the approach of one day at a time, you know, right. uh, give me the grace today, Lord, to stay on my diet. Mm -hmm. but do, James, who was the first bishop of Jerusalem right. 2,000 years ago, he said, uh, do not be like the pagans who say, tomorrow or next week, we will go to this city right. or that city and buy and sell and trade for a week. The most you should ever say is, if it is God's holy will, I'll yes. do such and such tomorrow. That's it. Yeah, I was trying to say, God willing, God see willing. tomorrow, right? Yes. God willing, or yes. whatever it may be. I do, I, I try to be conscious of that. It's, uh, I, yes. But the... But most of us do feel the new year, a new start. Like, you know, we do feel that way, well, that, right? That's fair Am I right? Enough. That's fair I mean, there is something about the new year, you yes. know, it doesn't really, in the reality, it's just <laughs> only, only we have a calendar, but it yeah. doesn't mean, but there's something about new beginnings. There is, there right? is. And I'm, my only part is don't make a liar out of yourself okay. and say, okay, I'm not going to beat my wife this year, or I'm not going to beat my husband. Right. Say, 
With, with your help, Lord, I won't beat my husband today. Mm -hmm. That's as far as we should go. Okay. It's just that, you know, right now we're December 30th. I'm visiting here and I heard from, you know, a fellow who does it and I'm somewhat doing the same. Look over the year, you know, examine yourself, what you need to change, where the, you know, growth, what, things like that. Looking over the year, examining the year, what went well, where did I, yeah, continue. Well, gee, you know, I need to work on this particular area this coming year, some goals. Like say they say for your church, not just you as a person individually, but uh, do you have any church goals for your no. people, for the church itself, let's say? No, other than other than one we discussed growing. quite a bit. Um, um, just one. My, I'm personally convinced that, that we as human beings are powerless over everything, everything. Mm. But I'm also convinced that um, God wants to make us holy. He says it in different ways in the Bible. He said, this is the will of God, your sanctification. Mm -hmm. So my only thing then is to uh, get the word out there to everybody who's listening to me. And there's right. very few listen to me on this, that you have to give God permission Correct. to make you holy. That's Here we it. go again. Here we go again. <laughs> I'm gonna and, I agree uh, with that, though. Yes. Okay, no, I, I don't mean that's wrong, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this weekend we celebrate the Feast of Epiphany and the Star. Right. And now we see that following the Star, the, you know, they went back on a different route. Route. Right. Yeah. So I take that personally, okay, I got to take a different path. That's a good sign you know, of, you know, of, of repentance. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I, I feel the change. I got to follow the Star. Right. And I, I can't keep going the same route that I was doing, the same path. I got to make changes in my life. That's fair enough. You know, and that's always like, okay, what changes do I want individually and even the church? I get excited because I see like the, the vision, the star. We're going to sometimes say give points, five points this year. This is where, again, wanting to grow holy. But, you know, there's different steps to take or the emphasis that you want to, you know, for example, we're opening, you know, God willing, the you know, the um, Adoration Chapel. I say, and I think that's an instrument, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. growing God's grace and holiness. So, mm -hmm. uh, hey, this is one of the things for 21, you know, mm -hmm. let's really put ourselves behind this Adoration Chapel, commit, you know, we're asking for an hour. It's just, that's one thing, you know, I, mm -hmm. I like to look at it. So how do we help the poor? That's always on my mind. What can we do this year? We just can't keep doing, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. maybe can, but looking at that, where do we need to grow? Mm, Where mm, do we need to, you mm. know, really be more efficient? Or, mm. And that's why I, like, I get excited for those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those things. That's what I mean by that. It's not just... Uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Th those sort of things I like to look for. Okay, what do we want to do? And, uh, you know, I want to grow in holiness. Yes, I give God permission. Good, Tom. I feel I'm a convert here. Yeah. You. But I also know if I got to take a different path. I give God permission, but you know, <laughs> you, you can't go to those movies or you can't things on the internet. You can't, whatever it may, whatever it may be, you can't eat it. You, you got to take steps also. Yes, one day at a time. You can whatever it may be, steps. one day at a time, yeah. You okay. can say, you know, what on my part does God ask me to change, repent, or turn from? Okay. I want to grow in holiness, but you know, you, <laughs> you know, yeah. Let me, let go me, ahead, please. Same lines. Go same right ahead. Lines here. Um, again, the seal of the confession is absolute. Right. Neither, neither Father Connery or I can divulge or link anything we've heard in confession back to that person or tell anybody about it. So, mm -hmm. um, anyway, so this is amen. 
um, and he lived in western Pennsylvania. I'm making that part up so you can't identify him. And so he used to come and see me week after week after week, and he had the same issue with looking at pornography. Right. And uh, he was older than me. This goes back 35 years ago. Wow. And he was older than me, and I, I felt I had to be respectful. And I'd say to him, um, look, I say to him, um, just every morning before you get out of bed, I said, just say to the Lord, with your help, Lord, I would not look at pornography, pornography today. And he'd say to me, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that, that uh, AA crap, he called it. He Is used that a right? different word. He said, uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, after 15 years of this going on every month or so, him coming right. to see me and dismissing, yes. I, I, I says to him, um, I said, Sir, I was respectful. I said, I'm not asking you to do this penance. I said, I'm ordering you to do Whoa. it. Before, or else I won't give you absolution. So before you get out of bed tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. you say, Lord, with your help, I would not look at pornography today. Mm -hmm. That's an order. Wow. He said, okay, he said. So I absolved right. him. And then um, he spent the next 20 years before he died completely free of uh, looking at pornography. That's, wow. that's the balance I'm trying to get at. Here. All right. Well, well somehow we'll get, we, we come back to the same topic. Because it's do. a powerful, it's very, you know, this is what we're made to be, right? I mean, I listened to this one podcast, uh, Patrick Coffin. He always ends his, his, his broadcast, Become a Saint. What else is there? You know, yes. that, this, is what yes. we're, this is what we're here for, become saints. Yes. Sometimes we think it's just for certain people, certain for a few, not for all, right? Yes. But it's us. Become a saint, that's, you know, what else is there? And oh. then and I'd say he's off the, he's off the, off the farm there. I would say um, what it's about is it's, it's giving God permission to make you a saint mm -hmm. every day. A little bit different emphasis, but he's okay. I, I, he's uh, at least introducing the topic of become a saint. Become you a saint. You can't become one, but you can be made one. I think you could strive to become a saint and try to adjust you could your life. It. You could desire, desire it, but you need to take efforts. You need to, you need to look at your life and say, wait a minute, I, I, I got to cut this out. The effort is your desire. Right. Well, for 2021, but, I want to become a saint. Lord, I want to become a saint. I desire it. I desire it. He, look, Jesus said so in the Beatitude. He said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. All right. He didn't say blessed are those who try. He said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for what is right. For holiness. They shall be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And when your desire is great enough, your, your, your desire will be fulfilled. It will be brought about in you. Blessed are those who hunger, thirst for right, for holiness, righteousness. Okay, but if I put a natural, it those who hunger and thirst for a meal. Well, guess what? You got to get up and get the food. You got to cook, or something. I just. We're I, talking I, about I, holiness. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But this is twenty twenty one. Become a saint. This is what this is what we're headed for. <laughs> but. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, if we have a lot of listeners, can hear that and say, okay. I'm going to pray that and in earnest and be sincere about that and yet be plagued by their uh, shortcomings, the predominant fault. You said, wait, wait a minute, I said that, I desired it and it hasn't gone away. 
They there still haunt me. They still control me at times, they, whatever. That's good. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you still so, have to fight them, and even though you desire to be made a great saint. Now, there God. you said it. You still have to what? Fight them. Our, daily, our daily battle. But you have to fight them. Our daily That's battle. Right. Yeah, I, I just don't want to think this either by, by, by saying that, even sincerely that, that desire, expressing that desire, perhaps quietly or even out loud, that it's simply okay, everything will now be easier, changed. In fact, sometimes you, you know, really make that move, the devil comes on stronger. That's also true. Right? That's also oh, true. Oh, he's going to battle you. If you're really sincere, okay, he wants you. That's right. He doesn't want to let go. He had you, whatever, but, and you know. Let's, so. let's switch it over to cigarettes, which is less... Um, okay, cigarettes is fine. People come into the confessional and right. they, they say, to me, they'll say to me, I'm definitely going to give up cigarettes for, for Lent. Right. And I'll say to them, I would advise you not to do that. You're making a wild promise at this moment that you're going to quit smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I said, my advice to you, I said, is on any given day, uh, start by saying, uh, Lord... I normally smoke 15 cigarettes a day. Right. So uh, say to yourself at a given moment at the beginning, Lord, I'm going to abstain from smoking a cigarette for the next hour with your help. Mm -hmm. get, you, get yourself used to doing little acts of self-denial. Um, do it that way. Because everybody I've met who's, who's said they're going to give up smoking for Lent has not kept their promises. Because it's arrogant to be making promises like that. But arrogant. Well, my father used to do it, and, and we were terrified every time he stopped smoking. Right. He hid in our rooms because he'd be so bad-tempered and uh, right. angry, okay. you know. So. But I, given up things for Lent, I don't smoke, but, uh, you know, so the Lent I'm not going to. And but say, say, all I'm asking you to do, Tom, to convert yeah. you is say, with your help, Lord, I would not smoke today, or I would not do this bad thing today. Right. Approach it that way. See, so, yeah, you, you become from the uh, because of your background, you're more more keen, yes. aware of it, sensitive to that. Yes, but it's also in our spirituality. Jesus, yeah. Give us to stay our daily bread, Jesus said. So when Jesus fasted for forty days and forty nights, he did it one day at a time. How do you know? I know because ah. at the end of the forty days he was hungry. Fine. So he had to do it. One he was day hungry on the twentieth day. Did and he didn't eat. At the time. We don't know that. We, of course we do. Because he came he out the other He decided, I'm going to fast for 40 days. He went in the desert knowing that, now I'll do this for one day. Now I'm being here for the... So for, you for think that he, was, that he would teach us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, and not do that himself? Mm-hmm. Okay, well... As you can see, Father Tom and I have some disagreements. Well, wait, yeah, yeah, and on. it's not my fault that he's wrong. You know that's that. right. Yeah, exactly. So he went to desert, and he thought, "Well, I'm going to do this just for today." Just he didn't go. With, he didn't go in the desert with the for, intention. Just for now. Okay, just for now. He did not go in the. Okay, this is, again, we don't. I mean, one could argue this. I really know unless you bring him down. Hey, Jesus, what what you, you know, what you think? But I believe that he went to the desert, knowing that I'm going to be here. For a length, you know, a length of time. Yes, he was. He was showing us in in some form about the forty years that God's people spent wandering in the desert, where God tested them day by mm -hmm. day uh, and warned them just to save enough right. manna for each day, right, not right. to save food for tomorrow. Right, right. And he he is the new Israel, 
uh, he was driven into the desert by the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to be tempted by the devil. So uh, this was a daily, daily singular battle for between Christ and Satan. Right. Okay. All right. But I. Okay. Um, no, you think those, you know, even nicotine can be very addictive, so it's very difficult. It's not that simple. That's right. It's not, you know, it's, 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 it's actually many things can be addictive. Chocolate. If we talk about chocolate, whatever you get in the habit of doing. But I know people who, New Year's, they're going to go to exercise every day, whether go to gym or, let's say, three times a week, whatever. They make that declaration and they keep it. Now, I know a lot also don't. I'm okay. not, I'm not going to say, Fair you enough. know, I know people who, there's both sides of the coin. Okay, I, I, know I my, you that. You know, I know people who actually do quit smoking. You know, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Cold turkey, boom. Mm -hmm. And they have, you know, that's it, I'm done. And they, uh, they have. So I don't know, if, I mean, yours is, I mean, yours, it's a proven way. It's not just typically yours. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's established uh, spiritual practice, I guess you would call it, and I would say a discipline, one day at a time, there's more to that. And so much, you know, it's, plus it's easier. I mean, it's, it's psychologically, to think of you, you know, uh, I can never do this ever again, that becomes overwhelming. That's right. It becomes overwhelming. That's right. I mean, the rest of my life, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good, huh? good, good. Yeah, yes. it, it, it becomes, so there's some things that really need to break down bits and pieces. Yes. Some things are not, have that hold on you, you know, it's not like, whoa, I mean, you know, I can't have this ever again? Good, not John. once? Now you're with the program. John. No, I understand, yeah, yeah, there's, some, there's, some, there's some areas in our life where you really have to do one hour. Yes. I mean, Good. something such a strong thing, you say, don't even think, because you won't, you just crumble. That's right. You just crumble. I remember my friend, a friend of mine, um, he was a eating disorder, I guess you call it, and they went to a place to actually work with his eating habits, you know, I guess it's a place they go, you know. Mm -hmm. They said one of the things they did, they take him to the grocery store. And they go up and down the aisles and I guess food they can't buy and the person was crying. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, you know, they sort of, I mean, just broke down in tears thinking that, mm -hmm. I can't eat that, you know, I can't have the chocolate anymore. It, it was that disheartening. Mm -hmm. It was scary, imagine, I, I can't, you know, it's hard to say, mm -hmm. cry over Hershey bar, but yeah. Mm -hmm. That you so much like what cried, mm -hmm. you know that the realization that oh my gosh, but one day at a time, it seems impossible. Hmm? And yet though, let me go back to you if you don't mind. You're open about it. This urges have really subsided in your life. Is that correct? It was, it's gone completely. More than subsided. It was taken that day. It was taken away from me. I've never ever used yeah, see again, that? or desired to use again, or That's, want to use again. Yeah, but that was after eighteen years of addiction. Yeah, so that's pretty incredible. It was a miracle. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You know, all of a sudden, yeah. what? Eighteen years had a stranglehold on you, I guess. Right. right. And then all of a sudden, you get the exact. Thank you. Then once your mother had to see you this way again, I forget what you said. Maybe I would have led to that. And then you, boom, yeah, gone. A, a it was a religious experience. I, um, I was on, uh, I hadn't used for three days. Mm -hmm. It's called dope sickness. I was burning up badly, wow. badly wow. burning up. So I was driving from uh, Rockledge, Florida, down to Melbourne, Florida, hoping to buy a pound of reefer. For those of you who don't know what reefer is, it's marijuana. 
and for some people that's a very dangerous drug. I right. know them. It's a high-powered hallucinogenic for me. And um, so as I was on the highway, um, I experienced only in my head, no place else, mm -hmm. a voice that said to me, I'm sorry I made you. Wow. You're causing a scandal. It'd be better if a huge millstone was tied around your neck and you'd be drowned in the depths of the sea. And then a second time, I'm sorry I made you. And um, it was so violent, um, I turned, they had a U-turn on US-1, survived it, drove back to my attic room. Uh, the next three months, I went through the agonies of the damned that I never used again, never had even the first desire to use again. It was completely and totally lifted from me. That day? So that the day. next day, you didn't have, wake up with a craving? Nothing. Never again? Nothing. Not up to this day. That's 33 years ago. Wow. And so if you're in a room with someone drinking, it doesn't trigger anything? No, no. Uh, and in fact, the, the, there's alcohol over there in the cabinet. Okay. You watch a movie and they're taking drugs, smoking. Nothing. It doesn't, you know. Memories, sometimes, you know, memories can kick in and, nothing, ooh, remember that nothing. good feeling. There, nothing. There's absolutely, I was delivered. I was delivered. Wow. Delivered. delivered. Yes. So you, having that, having you, hearing you say that, so, Lord, uh, make me holy. Eh, you experienced that in a way. I experienced. Well, I was arguing with you, well, you know, you have to do something. You know, Lord, just, I give you permission to make me holy. God's grace will. Yes. Okay. So, in a way, even though you didn't express those words at that time, mm -hmm. you experienced God's grace working in you. Very, it wasn't. Yes. It wasn't your effort. Right. That's what I mean. It wasn't you. Yes. You know, the clench fisting. You know. Right. This was a severe reprimand yeah. that uh, utterly changed my existence. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And but that was it. God did it. But yes. you, you didn't go break. You know those, like you know, movie where they go to withdrawals no, and they have to nothing, fight it and nothing. You nothing. know, people hold them down, tie them up, so you know, guard right. and watch them. Yes. And I was plagued with anxiety and depression for well, the next uh, three months, but. That was part of, but still no desire to use in, mm. in the middle of all of that. Wow. And, um, that was this type of purgatory I had to go through. Wow. And, um, wow. So here we are going into the new year. We have two viewpoints in some ways. I'm saying <laughs> take the effort, do something. And yours is simply, it almost sounds like a passive re not resistance and let God come in and do what we will, you know. Right. And I'm saying, well, so I like to say as a mixture, you know, it's, I like to say pray and, you know, work as, you know, work as hard as you can and pray as if, you know, everything depended on you and pray as everything depended on God. Mm -hmm. what's, what's that phrase, you know? Work as if everything depended on you and pray as everything, you know, depended on God, God right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's that mixture. Yeah. You, you might have a wrong impression from People might have a wrong impression from what I'm saying. Um, okay. It has utterly changed me that since the day that I gave God permission mm -hmm. uh, to make me holy, I don't worry about holiness anymore. It's his business, you know. Right, right. Now, what about the practical business of living every day? Well, the way I live my life every day is uh, I do what's ever asked of me. Mm -hmm. You know, um, like I just got a call down to the hospital before I came over here today for a COVID patient. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you graciously invited me to do this podcast with you. I said, yes, I'll do that. 
I do whatever is asked of me now and um, right so but it's flowing from it's all flowing from um, this uh, God sanctifying my soul mm-hmm. it's flowing from that okay I can talk about that and maybe some other time there's something do you allow others to determine your calendar yes every day Yes. Every day, people are. Uh, I, every day, yeah. Uh, people walking off the streets. Right. And, uh, I will make time for them immediately, mm-hmm. at that second. In fact, as I was coming over here to meet you at two thirty, and when I walked out, there was three people standing in the front office. They were trying to leave a note for me to visit their father who had COVID, and uh, fortunately, I walked out at that moment. Got to chat with them. Uh, gave them sacrifice beads, mm-hmm. a picture of Jesus, and said, I'd uh, be happy to see your your uh, Father God within this day, I said to them. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Yeah, right, right. Well, I'm going to hold on to that topic. That's something, because you read in different books and time. Not that you're not available, but there's, again, we'll save that for some other time. That's an interesting take on it, mm. you know. There's some things that we, well, we'll leave it at that, but 2021, anyway, I become a saint as people listen, hope they can look at themselves as, you know, as they begin this year, see what areas that they may need to grow in, where they need to change, take a different path with God's grace. Fair enough, one day at a time, whatever it is. And I, but I also I get this energy that kicks in, though. That's what I like about the new year. There's a Certain energy, I feel, new year, new start, new beginning. But a lot of people have that. It, unfortunately, it fades after a week or two. You know, I go to a gym to your health, and all of a sudden, oh, it's clouded. Okay, give it two weeks. We'll get back to normal again. That's what normally happens. The gym loves New Year's. Mm-hmm. They get this, and people sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they realize, I mean, there's only so much capacity in the gym. So they say, wait, you can't keep taking all these names because this place is not big enough. They realize that, don't worry, mm-hmm. they're not going to show up. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, mm-hmm. oh, they're gone. Mm-hmm. You might have a few that linger, but the, that we all know. But like, you know, I get excited for the church and things I want to move on. And that's why I'm kind of today, see what this, you know, these day or two looking ahead and feel like, where does the Lord want to lead us? Where do we need to stretch ourselves? Where do we need to grow at? All right. And uh, more people are opened, you know, to change, I guess. You know, there's a certain openness. Then Lent calls mm-hmm. forth that as well. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Lent. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Lent because people kind of open to spiritual, you know, spiritual things. Yeah, Lent is, you know, the word Lent means spring, right? Spring, yeah. It's a funny word for spring, isn't it? It's an old English word. Yeah. But everything, things die and rise in the springtime. The, the dead seeds in the ground... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're activated like the grain of wheat uh-huh. produces the harvest and it's like Christ falling into the ground he was the first and holiest seed yes. that into the ground mm-hmm. so the same happens with us when yeah. we, we die and rise die to ourselves our selfishness you know, I have to die of my, from my jealousy of you and my envy of you me? I have to die. <laughs> yeah right I have to, I have to please yeah anyway so I look forward to the new year. I'm not quite sure what you know work on, but uh, I look forward. I got 
the epiphany and I, I get those, I try to get five points because the star has five points and I try to, I like things in five and yeah, this is what we're gonna do and set, set the course, you know, set, sort of set the course for the year. Actually, this is the 75th anniversary of our parish. Mm. Mm. But um, because of COVID and we had to torn it down mm. Mm. because things we couldn't do and there's a lot of people. So we're going to next year, I guess, to celebrate, I think it's the 250th birthday of, of St. Therese. Yeah, yes. My favorite, one of my favorite girls. Yeah, names. anyway, I talk about that. So we, we, we'll piggyback on that. In fact, a couple of years, in the, you know, the early, in the 20s, there are different things about her life. When she made a doctor, when she died. I mean, there's mm. uh, anniversaries are coming up. Mm. So we're going to build on that. She, she had uh, the same theology I had when she looked at an elevator one time. Mm -hmm. uh, she, the modern age, she saw this elevator coming down in the French hotel and she was mystified mm -hmm. that the elevator brought people up right, to right. stairs. She said, She's the, it's the same way, she says, with God, that God will have to come down and pick up me up, his little bird, and bring me to heaven. Amen. So she was stealing my stuff, you know. She oh, was, no, I she think was, you're stealing her stuff. She, she was, was here first. <laughs> no, I think she had a copyright on it. Yeah, there you go. There you I go. think you have to attribute it to her, please. Yes, I, I did. I, I was saying, were you awake, Tom? And would you catch me on that one? Okay. But you did. You know, she's an interesting saint. I kind of, I took spiritual directing courses and I used her as my final paper years ago and then now I ended up at a parish, so it comes in handy in some ways. Yes. I chose her because she was the easiest one to read. She so, is. A, I said, oh, well, I'm not into deep or I like things plain, simple. I can yeah, understand yeah. her in some ways. And you're at where you belong too. Yeah. In the St. Teresa's. Amen. Yeah, that I know it. Yeah, I think about that. Anyway, so thank you so much again. And again, wish all listeners a very happy, blessed New Year. And to allow God to work in our lives, to really to seek first the kingdom of God and everything else shall be given as well. Bless you all. Be a blessing unto others. God bless you. Good. They might enjoy it, us slugging it out on the air. <laughs>